0: Hello everyone, Uh, my name is Warren, this is my first uh, podcast and uh, today's podcast is going to be about uh, understanding and growing your career. So when it comes to growing your career and career growth in general, there are two broad aspects that uh, you need to focus on first. One is understanding and defining growth for yourself and second is having an action plan on trying to figure out a way to get there. Before we talk more about understanding and defining growth, which is the first part, I think it all boils down to understanding yourself better. Like, you know, what are your talents? What are your personality types? Understanding your values and motivations. Trying to introspect and audit your capabilities and expertise and eventually figuring out your own learning style. These are four to five crucial aspects that you need to figure out to understand yourself better. Once you've understood yourself based on your experience in life, based on what your friends have told you, what they like about you, uh, based on what your personality type is, the next part is about how do you define career growth for yourself? Now, career growth is a very subjective term and it could differ across people for some growth is more vertical in nature where they believe climbing the ladder getting that next promotion getting that next pay hike is what motivates them for others it may be about learning from new experiences getting immersed in something they haven't done before to basically like you know push themselves out of their comfort zone and doing something entirely different so understanding what does growth mean for you in your career is it about uh, like, you know, specializing and going deeper and like, you know, being better at what you're already good at? Or is it about getting a breadth of experience across multiple facets? And like, you know, is, is that something that gives you, uh, that makes you feel good about yourself? But one point to note over here is that horizontal and vertical growth are not entirely mutually exclusive. In fact, they can complement each other extremely well. So think of uh, horizontal growth as developing a root system. Like if I talk about a tree, horizontal growth would be getting that breadth of exposure beneath to make sure you create a strong foundation and making sure your roots are well planted. It helps anchor you and lay an important foundation for a tree to grow taller when you talk, then look at vertical growth. Uh, both could be equally fulfilling depending on your personality type. So when people talk about growth, and especially when you reflect on the year that has passed and try to figure out like, you know, okay, what are the things that I did really well? Uh, Did I grow as a person, personally, professionally? These are some points to think about. Like growth is not just about making more money. Growth is not just about uh, getting that next promotion in line or getting that title, fancy job title that you've always wanted, that new shiny object. Horizontal growth is just as important. Growth is also about learning from experiences that did not materialize well, like, you know, learning from your mistakes, being a better person, taking learnings from those experiences and making sure you don't make them again. So those are also equally important parts of uh, growing as a person. Another thing to understand is that while you would uh, audit yourself and your life when it comes to defining that growth for yourself, uh, what's also equally important is how do you get there? How do you have an action plan? What's worked for me is I, I make it a point to create these small action plans and have a North Star. Let's say, for example, if I want to get promoted in the next one year, one and a half years, what are some of the things that I need to do on a daily basis, monthly basis, quarterly basis, half yearly basis? What are those milestones that we need to accomplish to get there? The truth is navigating your career is challenging. Those are the realities of the corporate world. and there are so many moving parts and there's so much uncertainty. and you just need to like you know, be better prepared on how you tackle these dynamics on a daily basis. Now everyone knows how to like you know, uh, show up to work, how to do a good job. But what we underestimate the most is that when you're working, especially when you're working in you know in the corporate world, You're managing people, you're engaging with people and people are complex. People are very, very difficult to understand. They react in ways that you cannot predict. And that's something that you need to be okay with. And those are some moving parts that you also need to prepare for. Something that has helped me navigate the people aspect, especially when you're uh, not as experienced in your role and you're still starting out, when you're trying to figure out your ground especially in the corporate world is getting a good mentor Now, getting a good mentor is not easy. It takes a lot of uh, like, you know, trial and error to understand what people are motivated to help you because it's mentorship is a two way communication. There has to be someone that's willing to share and add value to your life who sees you as a person, as an investment that if he or she, Gives you that experience and gives you that perspective about life, uh, you would be able to uh, add value in your own life, and it should be in a in a in a meaningful way. So I think finding the right mentor, especially early on in your career, is super super crucial. Now, how do you really figure out who is a good mentor to have? A simple uh, starting point would be understanding. Uh, your passion, like for example, if you're interested in marketing or if you're interested in sales, uh, look around in your immediate circle. If there are people working in these domains, have a chat with them. What we underestimate the most is that we assume people are very busy to give their time, and that's the most. Uh, that's the wrong wrong. That's a wrong assumption to make. Don't assume anyone is too busy to give you uh, their time. So finding a great mentor starts by putting yourself in the right state of mind. Don't try to talk yourself out of trying to find one by assuming successful people won't have time for you. The truth is a lot of people actually love mentoring ambitious people. And you just need to show them if you're worth that investment. And it also takes in a lot of work because you need to work hard to leave that impression on them. Uh, to make sure that you're actually leveraging their experience, their perspective in making something meaningful with your life. So if you have potential mentors in mind, try to read more about them before you have that coffee chat, before you reach out to them, do some groundwork, look at what sort of content they consume, look at if some articles that they post on LinkedIn or other social media platforms, try and apply that advice before even meeting them. So that when you talk to them, you have something to talk about because you've already done your groundwork. And it also tells them that you're serious about that conversation and that relationship, which is why they should invest in you. So you should value the mentorship that you're getting. The next thing is to also hold them accountable, like, you know, in terms of your progress, send them appreciation notes consistently, give them updates about your life, make sure you have a cadence on a, let's say, a monthly or a quarterly basis where you're setting time, being proactive, like, you know, taking their perspective. Uh, Once you take their advice, make sure you action on it and let them know that they've contributed in your life in a way. Like, you know, it's small things like leaving a Facebook comment or let's say sending them a quick thank you email or just acknowledging them and uh, letting them know that their expertise and their perspective has has helped you be a better person. Goes a long way, and this not just it, it not just goes a long way uh, in building that mentor mentee relationship, but it also helps you hone your people skills a lot more. For a simple thing like let's say you've read a book that somebody one of your mentors had recommended to you. Instead uh, of telling them that hey uh, I read so and so book the book is really great uh, like you know it helped me a lot. Versus saying what you really liked about the book, what you valued it, how did you use what you liked about it and incorporated that aspect in your life. Now, that's what makes the difference when you uh, create an action-oriented approach based on the learnings that you've got. And you express it to that person knowing that, okay, this is what you had. This is the advice that you gave me. This is what I took of it. And this is how I implemented it to make myself a better person. Another point to note here is that your uh, mentors will keep changing as you progress through life. For example, when I started out my career, my first mentor was uh, was a person who was about 10 years older to me, uh, really helped me navigate my earlier, like, you know, initial years through my corporate life, gave me really good advice. But as I grew under him, and uh, as I progressed in my own career, as I grew, rose up the ranks, I realized that there's only so much your first mentor can help you with because once you feed off that experience, it helps you to take take you to, from point A to point B. But from to get from point B to point C, uh, the same approach is not going to work. And you need uh, a different skill set. You need different perspective. You need different feedback uh, uh, to to make that next journey which is why your mentors will also constantly change as you grow throughout your career. Yeah, so that's something to consider while you are looking around for mentors. Keep that thought in mind that uh, you don't just need one mentor, but you need a mentor who will connect you to more people, who will connect you to future mentors whom you can uh, learn and grow with, And at the same time, keep these connections. These connections are really valuable. These are your prized possessions. They say when people leave companies, they don't just leave their jobs, uh, like, you know, uh, in their past, but they carry forward their network and the people and the relationships that you've made in that job. These relationships are not just your immediate teammates and your managers, but they're also people in your company whom you engaged with, whom you had lunches with, whom you had coffee chats with. Those relationships are equally important because the truth is the world is a very small place, especially if you're very specialized in a specific field. Like, for example, in tech, the tech world is really small and people keep hopping around. So you want to make sure that you um, like you know, have the right relationships. You don't drop people off the wrong way. You have good, positive interactions. Uh, and uh, that really helps and pays in the long run. So uh, we've talked about a couple of things uh, in today's podcast. We've talked about understanding yourself. Understanding and defining growth, creating a small action plan on how to get there. We've talked about mentorship and how can you leverage mentorship. How do you seek the right mentor, and how do you take that mentorship conversation uh, ahead with you as you grow in your professional life? Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, please uh, do share it with people who you feel uh, would value from it. Uh, if you would want me to do similar podcasts, please let me know. Feedback is much appreciated uh thank you so much and uh, i enjoyed making this this is my first podcast and i hope you enjoyed listening to it as well uh so stay tuned for the next one take care bye bye